Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The catch is made by DJ Moore. Still going across midfield. Inside the 40, the 30. This is Desmond Johnson on the Believe and Carolina Panthers podcast. Here on the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available in your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Oh, gosh. It's happening. It happened. It's It's gone down. Like, I know you just saw me. <laughs> I know you just saw me, like, Two hours ago, but we're back. Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast emergency session. Had to get this in. If you don't know, if you're living under a rock, huge news just happened in the NFL. The Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears just completed a trade where the Panthers will be receiving the number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft. Uh, Skylar Callahan, Jonathan Stewart, unable to join us today uh, for the special episode, although they might pop in a surprise somewhere along the line here before we're said and done. Uh, instead... I had to go and uh, and grab some heavy hitters. Um, Kevin Avery from the Four Man Rush. Uh, you may know them. They are fantastic in terms of game day analysis, film analysis, podcasts. Uh, they're all over the place when it comes to Carolina Panthers. If you're a Carolina Panther fan, you probably uh, you probably are well aware of who they are. And then uh, I wanted to get somebody from the other side, so uh, we went out and uh, found. Uh, Chris Krogman from uh, the Believe in Monsters podcast. I was just on with them a couple of weeks ago, and we kind of talked about this very thing. And uh, we saw each other on Twitter like 20 minutes ago and was like, hey, let's do this because I'm trying to put this together. So uh, Chris is in here with us right now. Of course, every time we're on, it's open mailbag. So if you want to talk about trade, talk about ramifications, talk about how it affects salary, anything like that, these two guys are the guys that you can ask these questions to. Um, before we get into any of that, though, of course, we get a quick word in from our, our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. And uh, this, uh, and <laughs> just Bobby, who was just in here with me two hours ago, saying I would have had to hack the pod for my Tell Me While You're Mad segment if you ain't back. That's, yeah, I had, to, uh, I had to make sure I could get back here in time. Uh, so we can do it, so you don't have to do yeah, it. I'm going to tell you why we mad, but, but I'm sure there's some people out there that are mad uh, based on what's in this trade. Uh, let's actually, let's get into it here in terms of what exactly, what the hell just happened. Um, the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bulls, I'm pulling up the the screen here, and it's from Adam Schefter, so you know it's official. Uh, compensation update for this trade, and then I'm going to let my guys loose here and explain to us what the hell just went on. Um, the bears, they're getting pick number nine in this year's draft pick number 61. I think that's a third round pick. If I'm not mistaken, second, uh, second. Oh, so that's a late second round pick mm-hmm. um, first round pick yeah. next year in 2024, a second round pick in 2025 and wide receiver DJ Moore, which, uh, we were told that Facebook is flipping out over that part of, uh, <laughs> that part of the trade. Um, let me start with you, Kev, the, the, on the surface, who, who, I don't even know what to ask. Like, who won this trade? Because to me, it kind of looks like both teams 
did okay because while the Panthers were giving up two firsts, they didn't have to fill up a whole lot else except for a receiver they just extended last year. Yeah, for me, when you look at it, when you look at the typical uh, draft points trade value for the first pick, which is usually set at 3000 um, yeah, we definitely uh, came well below that with the picks uh, that were involved. And to let you know that 61st pick, Des, uh, that's the one that we got from San Francisco for trading Christian McCaffrey. Nah, so, nah. That's, so that's where that uh, pick comes in from. So, Again, when we traded McCaffrey, and you know, man, you talked about this. Mm-hmm. This was to set us up to have enough picks for us to go pursue a franchise quarterback, and that's exactly that pick that I would have liked to have kept both. But hey, whatever got the deal done, uh, I'm definitely there for. Um, again, glad we only gave up two first round picks. Um, I'm cool with the first round pick next year, a second a second round in 2025. Yeah, uh, that's good because if you look at the Panthers. Uh, future pending salary cap, whether you do um, uh, over the cap or you do spot track, we're looking lovely the next two years salary cap wise. So what we may not get in the draft, we're going to have the money to go after in free agency. So, you know, you know, like we've been saying in Panthers Twitter, you know, F them picks, man, go, you know, go, let's, let's move up and get it in. And, and Des, you, you know how my boy, and I, I got to give him credit. You know, Monty been on this for months saying that this is what we need to do. Yep. They're like, nah, it costs too much. Ain't no way in the world. So uh, shout out to um, my boy uh, Monty of the Four Man Rush. Who, uh, yes, sir. He's been, he been saying this since like November. He has. <laughs> so. And people have been battling him on Twitter. Like as soon as he puts it out there and he has been persistent, like he has stuck to his guns. He's like, look, they need to do this. Why would they not do this? This is how you can do it. And to be honest, he was giving up more than what they gave up, pretty much. I mean, from what I remember, right. he was willing to give up almost the whole draft <laughs> to pretty much go get it. Right now, Chris, uh, now you are a host for uh, the other side, Believe in Monsters podcast on Believe Podcast Networks that deals with the Chicago Bears. Give me your thoughts when you first heard of this trade, uh, your thoughts in terms of how it helps your Bears going forward. Yeah, absolutely, Des. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I remember we were talking a couple of weeks ago. And you didn't think that this was going to happen. You didn't think uh, Panthers were going to make this kind of move up. Yeah. Uh, Bears fans, we're just looking for, you know, pretty much anybody that had a quarterback need to jump in and talk to about what they thought their, their you know, their team would do or what their fan base would do. Uh, from a Bears perspective, we love it. I mean, I think, you know, when we went into this offseason looking at what potential wide receivers the Bears could trade for, uh, DJ Moore's name came up quite a bit. Uh, I think a lot of Panthers fans were like, yeah, good luck. You're going to need a first rounder. A lot of uh, media folks thought first rounder for DJ Moore. So, you know, it's not three first rounders, but essentially it kind of is. If you think DJ Moore is worth a first round pick, which myself, I do. I like DJ Moore a whole bunch. I think he's super talented. I think Fields is going to love having him uh, a veteran receiver that's cracked 1100 yards. What three years in a row? I think you were saying, Kev, Uh, he's he's an absolute beast. Uh, number nine will be fine because especially with uh, the top five, probably going to be a lot of quarterbacks and, and other positions taken is going to push some some players down to that number nine spot. Uh, maybe even Jalen Carter, you know, if they feel comfortable with his uh, with his reckless driving or, or whatever, whatever yeah, it was. Man, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, next round first, uh, you know, late second this year. That's that's good in a 2025 second. I know. Polls wanted to stack picks. Uh, I've seen 
couple things about polls wanted more. Panthers wanted to give up a 25 first. Polls said, you know, we want more. And they said, okay. And that was the that was that. Um, but yeah, I think Bears fans are stoked. I think this is a good deal. Good deal for both sides. You, you y'all sound super happy as well. I, I think we've all well, not all of us. I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me and for Kev, I think we've kind of gotten to a point where we kind of were thinking this might happen. And we were thinking this might happen based off of the coaching staff. Like when we were when I was saying I didn't think they should trade up. I don't see a quarterback I'd trade up for and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't know who the coaching staff was yet. So I had no idea what philosophy was going to be or or what. Now that they finished fleshing out this coaching staff, and I know that Frank Wright is here. Josh McCown is the quarterback coach. Jim Caldwell is a senior offensive advisor. Uh, it, you know, it just it, it there's there's a there's a there's a system in place to really train a young quarterback up and down. And we were going through it earlier today on the earlier uh, episode of Believe in Panthers. Me and Skyler were looking at the top, I think, ten or fifteen uh, quarterback salaries in the league. It's very very rare to drop a veteran quarterback onto a team and they win a Super Bowl. Usually more often than not, it's going to be a guy on a five-year, first-year rookie deal, uh, usually the first couple of years of them playing, something usually along those lines. If it's like a Peyton Manning to Denver or Tom Brady to the to Tampa, uh, or just more recently, um, uh, what's his name, with the Rams? Uh, Stafford. Stafford. Stafford, Matthew Stafford to the Rams. But out of those three quarterbacks I just named, two of them are probably – top three all-time quarterbacks so it's very rare to go find a vet like a Derek Carr and he leads you to the promised land and lead in, in week nine or year nine or whatever it's not are, for a rookie quarterback to come in and within two or three years you're in the Super Bowl and you're on a rookie deal with it so I'm cool with it I can't speak with Kev I think he's cool with it uh I thought they were going to give up way more than what they gave up and that was another reason why I don't want to give up a bunch of those picks we just got for Christian McCaffrey but mm-hmm. it looks like as I'm looking at the deal, you said the the third round or the second round pick was one of those McCaffrey picks, right, Kev? Number right. Six. Yep. Pick sixty one, and and I'm I'm sure uh, Chris would attest they had to make up because y'all gave up a first for Claypool, uh, you know, last and I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. You know, like <laughs> when y'all traded with Pittsburgh, I was like, they I need like Claypool, me. but I don't like Claypool first round pick for Claypool. You yeah. Know, right. For me, for me, I just didn't think that he showed enough to. Warned, especially when someone with the resume of a DeAndre Hopkins went for a second. <laughs> now, if that was the that was DeAndre Hopkins y'all got for a first, and I I would say yeah, definitely that was a good deal. But Claypool knows, so I think I think this was a a good bounce back uh, for you guys because you know in past deals, you know the trades have always you know been good with the Bears with the Panthers. You know, um, you know Greg Olson back in the mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Um, uh, you know. Uh, it wasn't a trade, but you know, we picked up. I think what when y'all had what, Chris Harris, the safety, mm-hmm. Peanut Tillman. Oh um, man, I mean, the sledgehammer. I mean, he just for the peanut punch, he just was blowing guys up for the hell of it. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. a trade, but Moose went from Carolina to Chicago, Moose Muhammad. Um, and came so back. Just, yeah, so it's been kind of a Peppers, uh, Peppers, yeah, Peppers went to Chicago, came back. I mean, it's been kind of an underground railroad between Chicago and, <laughs> and Charlotte in terms of players going back and forth. Which is kind of nuts. Um, yeah, I mean, they had to taste. Of, they had to taste of Chicago. We just started taste of Charlotte. I'm saying we're working together here. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And I'm happy for Justin Fields too, because my man was in like in a situation where he had nobody to throw to, 
And his name was getting batted around as maybe getting traded instead of that pick. And instead, now he's in a position where he can be the franchise quarterback for the Bears. They give him a 1,100 yard on average wide receiver. So immediately he gets a number one. Now they can build around with the other stuff with the picks they got. Meanwhile, Carolina has literally said, look, forget what you've known about quarterback play and quarterbacks in general in Carolina. This is a new era. We are not messing around. Like literally, I've been saying it for like three weeks. They are not messing around. And then they do something. I'm like, oh, they are really not messing around. And this was like the cherry on top. Like, they ain't messing around. <laughs> they really ain't messing around. And uh, I heard it earlier this morning that there was already an offer on the table. And I was like, that's probably Carolina because we've got the two first. I didn't think it was going to happen today. Um, tell me, guys, who do you think they traded up for? Because clearly they're going up to one because they've got – I mean, Federer was saying it at the combine and beforehand that if you fall in love with a guy, you do whatever it takes to go get him. Like, forget what everybody else is saying. If that's who you want, you go get him. And it looks like they know exactly who they want and thought he might not be there if they traded below it. So they went one, which makes me think it's one of like two guys. I'll go around the table here. Who do you think the Panthers are trying to pick at one? Um, Chris, let's start with you looking from the outside in. Yeah, I mean, at first I thought it was uh, I thought it was Bryce, but uh, apparently the Panthers love C.J. Stroud, and he showed out pretty well at the Combine. He had uh, a lot of accurate passes, so uh, that could be the guy. I mean, I, I don't know which one you know, the Panthers staff liked more, but Bryce Young really didn't compete at the combine or, or do any of his, his things. He was waiting for his pro day. Uh, some Bears folks thought that, you know, the trade would wait until after the Bryce Young pro day just to, you know, potentially get the the price up even more. But I think uh, going into free agency, polls wanted to, the GM of the Bears wanted to get this done as soon as possible to set the table for free agency. Uh, get that wide receiver. Now they can go into free agency kind of with a just a ton of room. Plus, I mean, DJ Moore is only $17 million a year or something like that for the next three years. That, that's that's cheap mm-hmm. for yeah. uh, for a guy. I'd say for a top 10 wide receiver in the league, to be honest. Yep. He's almost yeah. like he's almost like the league's best kept secret because if you unless you report on the Panthers or you're a Panther fan or whatnot, or your team just played them, you probably don't even know DJ Moore's average 1,100 yards a season for his entire career with like, how many quarterbacks did you say, Kev, before we came on? He's been with how many? Like nine? With nine yeah, yeah, he's with nine already. And none of them really good. Uh, it's amazing to me how he's been able to get this yardage when – because even last year, it didn't feel like he was really even getting targeted that much, and he still finished you know, on target with everything. So he's gone from Sam Darnold to Teddy Bridgewater. He had Cam right there at the very beginning. Uh, but an injured one, an injured Cam Newton. He's had, I mean, Baker Mayfield throwing to him. He's had Kyle Allen, Tyler Heineke, Will Greer. I mean, was I mean, wasn't it PJ Walker that PJ actually Walker. got DJ got DJ going last year? I mean, he was kind of flat with Baker and and Donald. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, PJ yeah, never, that, game never, in, that game in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. that's where he went because he went through that hail mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that bomb at the end and and mm-hmm. got that bogus. Yep. Excuse my language. Ass called on the helmet. And then we apologized the next day. Like, we had two games last year that we lost that the NFL had to come out on Monday and apologize for a bad call that affected the game. It was that one, the Atlanta game. uh, That pushed them back like 20 yards or whatever for the extra point. We missed it. Ended up going overtime. And the Cleveland game. You're right. The Cleveland game where uh, Jacoby Brissett, I think it was week one, Jacoby Brissett uh, spiked or something like that. And you're not supposed to do that. Refs didn't call it. Browns ended up winning the game, NFL apologized the next day. So we had two games where it was like 
we should have won and didn't. And I hate blaming refs, you know, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, the refs messed up. So, I mean, clearly they, uh, they, uh, did some things that affected the record last year. Um, you mentioned it earlier, Chris, but now that the bears have the ninth pick, do you think they're done or you think they're going to move around some more for picks? Cause they have a lot of holes to fill, right? Ooh, for sure. They definitely have a lot of holes to fill. I think, I think this is kind of, I mean, I think this is it until draft day at least. And then we'll see what free agency brings. We'll see how the first eight picks shake out. And then now you might see another trade down. I mean, polls man, polls traded down half a dozen times last year in the later round. So I have no doubt that he's not afraid to trade back if he feels like some guys are there that he still likes, but he didn't want to trade out of that blue chip prospect range. And if he has nine guys that he kind of feels are blue chip prospects, or maybe he wasn't including the uh, the quarterbacks in that range and he has eight guys or seven guys, if you want to say Young and Stroud are the only top two blue chip quarterbacks, maybe you see Levis and Richardson up there, especially after Richardson blew the combine out of the water. Uh, but I think uh, I think right now they're probably going to stick at nine. Who they're going to take is going to be is really going to depend on how this board shakes out. You know, mm-hmm. if somehow Jalen Carter falls down there, you really have to see if the character potential character issues are worth it. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. Um, outside of that, you know, a lot of people love the the, the offensive lineman Skaronsky from uh, Northwestern. Fields needs people to block for him. A lot of folks like him. Uh, there's a lot of other defensive playmakers in this draft Tyree Wilson and uh, Brian Breesey if those are guys uh, polls fell in love with but uh, for now I think nine looks looks pretty good hitting the mail back here uh, we got some guys checking in with us some uh, believe in Panthers uh, faithful Christian Hunt says this has to be for Stroud there's no way they moved up for a kid who didn't participate at the combine and likely won't weigh in at his pro day uh, I think uh, referring to uh, Bryce Young um Brad Thomas asks, what is the negative cap hit for the Panthers trading more? Uh, C. Prince down here below says, no cap hit for the Panthers this year since he was traded before the league year started. Is that correct, uh, Kevin, as far as you know? or um, I'm still researching that. I don't want to um, yeah, yeah, yeah. just put it up. <laughs> I'm actually researching this while we, while we talk. Cause it's, a very, uh, it's a very fluid thing with the, uh, uh, with the salary cap, particularly when there's a trade involved. Because this is going to be the year that uh, DJ Moore's extension that he signed with us last offseason um, kicks in. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he was slated on the books to get $23, uh, $23 million. So if this is where the Bears accepted to take <clears throat> take on the entire contract, then yeah. Thank you. You know, <laughs> appreciate it. If he's got yeah, because, he, because, he, because even with that money, that's still a deal because he only signed for us for like a three year. Sixty-one million dollar extension, which compared to what other wide receivers got, yeah, for his production, I that was a that. long-time deal. So because they signed uh, him early, I do remember that it was last offseason. Yeah. They got him early before like uh, a couple other wide receivers cashed, like Tyreek Hill and like all those guys started cashing on those huge. Christian deals. Kirk got more than what DJ Moore got, and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh but, man, um, uh, Donald Duck says, uh, "I just bought a DJ Moore jersey this season." And I'm convinced our quarterback coach had something to do with this trade. I'm upset. Uh, what are you upset for? I mean, we can DJ Moore. I love him, but we can replace DJ Moore. To be honest, we can find we can find a wide receiver that can get us a thousand yards a season. Like especially with this coaching staff. That's my whole thing. My whole outlook has changed with the Panthers going forward in the future mm-hmm. because of who they have on the staff. Like this staff 
might be the most well put together coaching staff top to bottom in the entire league. Like honestly, in terms of experience, right. rings, uh, everything. Like, I mean, whoever comes here is going to be in really good hands. So now it's instead of me like, now nah, I don't know about CJ Stroud. I don't know about Anthony Richardson or whoever. I don't feel like you can bring in whoever. If they want him, yeah. they like him. I'm I'm confident that they'll be able to to get whatever they want out of him. Um, it also seems like I thought that maybe they're throwing up smoke screens regarding uh, Anthony Richardson at the combine. They were like people. Were, it was coming out that nah, they weren't as hot on him. Uh, maybe those things were accurate because I, I think it comes down to Stroud or, or Young, right? Like if you're going up to one, the other quarterbacks, Levis, Richardson, they're going to be there past right two or three, right? Young and Stroud are the two where you don't know who's going one. Uh, and the Bears weren't going to pick quarterback, so it's who's underneath them. Who's it too? Is it Houston? Uh, Houston Texans, yeah. Houston's picking you know, they, and they got a brand, and you know they got a brand new coach, so you know he's going to start off with uh, uh with his guy, you know, coming over. Even uh, though they're saying that there's momentum for them to sign Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever because uh, of who the offense coordinator is that um <clears throat> that Demarco Ryan's um, brought over, but um but yeah, as far as far as, the, as far as the Panthers go with this. Um, with this selection or with this potential pick. Um, if you look at Frank Wright's history, C.J. Stroud kind of fits more of the build and mold what he likes uh, as far as the uh, type of uh, type of quarterbacks, um, type of quarterbacks here that he that he has developed. Um, I know there's this stigmatism. Oh, he's from Ohio State. Oh, you know, there's a, that's a one read offense and, uh, you know, all this other stuff. Listen, I, I get it. You know, a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks have not uh, panned out successfully recently um, in NFL. But, you know, you, you got to take that on a case-by-case thing. You can't just lump them all together and just, you know, have that generalization feel like to be valid enough to um, to look down on it. I just realized from uh, from looking through the comments, and then Chris mentioned it in our private uh, comment thing right before we came on the air, the past – Two guys I've had on the intro of Believe in Carolina Panthers have been traded <laughs> like this year because originally it was Christian McCaffrey at the beginning of it. And then when he got traded uh, midseason, I had to change the open and I changed it to DJ Moore. And now he's been traded. So, like, I, I literally have to change this again. Uh... Just be careful who you put on there, man. Don't put anybody on there you want. <laughs> Yeah, keep Brian Burns off here, man. No, I'm not putting Burns on that. I'm leaving him off. I'm trying hey, to man, I got a quick update here for you. Um, McCult now, uh, Panthers are very heavily interested in um, free agent wide receiver from the Chiefs, McCall Hartman. And Panthers officials were at Odell Beckham Jr.'s workout today as well. What are they doing? <laughs> like, what's so, happening? Like, what is what is I mean, going on? Now, now that our salary cap has been helped immensely uh, by this by this move, I, I really felt like that this is just a plan that they're following. The timing is, is happening because you know, you know, illegal tampering can start. You know, the legal tampering can start at midnight uh, Sunday night. You know, technically Monday morning or whatever uh, before free agency is official at uh, four p.m. So. Um, you Chris, know, throw it out there. Jeez, I, I'm like stunned <laughs> that they're doing this. I think the best comment from uh, because people have been coming to me like, Oh, you didn't want to trade before, blah blah blah. And I'm explain why. Will explains it. <clears throat> this ain't my old Panthers there making moves from coaching to the draft that is not like the old Panthers. And me, me, you and Kev, we, we've been here from day one. 
I don't recall any coaching staff that's coming here and done it like this. Like literally kind of clean house and the way they did it, the way they hired the coaching staff, it was very thorough. It wasn't thrown together. There wasn't like a sense of I know more than you guys do. Like it's going to be like a team group type thing. Um, I don't, man, it's nuts. Uh, Chris, let me ask you this. From what you're seeing from everything going on, uh, you know, from the outside of the NFC, and to me, the NFC is wide open coming into this upcoming year. Like all the quarterback talents on the AFC side, and the NFC, it's I don't know. Daniel Jones has got 160 million. You want to put him up there as a, <laughs> a top quarterback in the NFL? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what do you what are you seeing here in the NFC South? Uh, in general, because Derek Carr signed with the Saints uh, earlier in the week. Now the, the Panthers moving up to number one overall. Uh, there's been some whispers about maybe Tampa taking a stab at Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers. What are your thoughts with the NFC South? And uh, if you were the Panthers, who would you pick at number one? I mean, it's wide open. And, and you know, with Bears, Twitter, the conversation has been Carolina might only be that quarterback away I am a little shocked they'd give up a DJ Moore, you know, regardless of what you think about DJ Moore, just a, a proven talent to, to catch the ball for a young wide receiver uh, or for a young quarterback, whoever that is. Uh, I think the, you know, the Panthers have as good a shot as any of those teams. I do think Derek Carr to to the saints is, is interesting, but I've, I've never thought Derek Carr was, was that dude. So uh, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. I don't see the bucks going after, you know, Lamar or, or Aaron Rodgers. I think that Aaron Rodgers to the Jets deal is, is pretty much done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the QB talent in the NFC is interesting. Uh, Gino getting, you know, a big deal and, and, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird time. A Dak, I, mean, I guess is the best, one of the best ones in the, the NFC. And that's, that's weak. Uh, Hertz Hertz is, is, is obviously Hurts, baller. Yeah. Prescott, maybe I guess yeah, whoever's I mean, whoever San Francisco trots out there because apparently it don't matter who plays. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. Shanny just yeah, Shanny knows. Throw <laughs> them out there. They're going. They're going to get the job done. Um, Brock Purdy. You know what I mean? Like so, I'm looking around just in the NFC South. Before today started, it was Derek Carr. Uh, what's the, Kyle Trask was going to be the starter in Tampa? Uh, we only have two quarterbacks. Actually, we only have. Yeah, I think we only R- have two contracts signed for quarterback. R- Ritter in Atlanta. Ritter in Atlanta. Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. And then we mm-hmm. had Matt Corral coming off a foot injury that didn't even play uh, any regular season games this year because he hurt it in the preseason. And Jacob Eason, that was it, quarterback-wise, that we had uh, on the roster. So we imagine they're going to bring in some sort of bridge quarterback, uh, someone to start the season with, unless whoever they get at one just hits the ground running, which in today's NFL isn't that weird. Uh, a lot of times they will go ahead and let him go instead of holding him a year or whatever, like that old-school uh, Aaron Rodgers style. Um, there, uh, I'm, I haven't decided who yet, but uh, someone brought up an interesting proposition. I don't think they're going to do this, but uh, someone brought up the idea of the Panthers not being done because they actually love two quarterbacks in this draft, not one, and to watch out that they may still trade back down a couple spots to pick up some of those picks back to someone else. I don't know how feasible that is. That sounds a lot real maddenish to me <laughs> in terms of we're, the game style. Where's like, Kevin Costner? Where's yeah. Kevin Costner with the draft day? <laughs> I don't think I don't think it in real life it's going to work that way. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. if the Panthers traded all out a way to get to one, they're not going to look around to to comp two of those picks back or whatever and move to three. They just would have dealt with whoever's at three, you know, and and not gave up DJ Moore, <laughs> you know. So, I don't think that's going to happen. Um 
man, any any final thoughts on this? Because we just had to get in here to talk about this before it was old. Um, I'll be on my morning show, The Rundown, uh, with Desmond Johnson tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. with a full panel, and we'll talk all about this and other stuff around the NFL as well. Um, and then, of course, Skyler and uh, Jonathan Stewart, they'll be back with me next week, and we might end up doing an early week uh, episode with, with both of them so I can get their reactions on this trade as well. Uh, just final thoughts, guys, on this trade that uh, I haven't even bothered to get on Twitter really since I walked through the door, but I'm sure it's going crazy <laughs> right now. Uh, in, t- yeah. <laughs> in terms of what Panther fans are saying and everything else. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you. Give me your thoughts on this overall trade for your team, the Bears, and uh, and for the Panthers, and how do you think it helps both teams going forward in this weekend NFC? Yeah, for sure. No, I think, uh, you know, I, I thought the Bears did great. I thought this was a good trade for, uh, for the squad, moving back down to nine, getting a, a decent amount of picks out of it, plus a, an absolutely stellar wide receiver. In my opinion, uh, I've always been a big DJ Moore fan, so I like it for the Bears. Sounds like uh, it's uh, it's good for Carolina as well. I think you guys are going to get the quarterback that you want, quarterback to build uh, that team up around. I think young defense and, and strong defense in Carolina is going to go a long way. Uh, you know, it'll all depend on what both teams do in the next you know couple of weeks with free agency, and then and then going into that draft. I would be, I would die if the Carolina traded down. That would, I would just, that would just crack me up. I just, that would just be crazy. But yeah, no, I love it. I love it for the Bears. That's a Matt Rule thing. Like he's not here anymore. Like that's one right. of those things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, that's, actually, you know what? I didn't think I was going to have to put one of these in here today. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why we mess. I'm going to tell you why we but mess. That, that's, that's one of the things that irks me when it comes to fans that, of football that aren't Panther fans and they, they comment on the Panthers all the time. Like they, like they know the ins and outs. They'll be like, oh, well. Panthers do this. They've been doing that for years, blah, blah, blah. This is not the same regime that was here before that was basically, like, incompetent. Like, I, I, incompetent is actually too easy of a word to use for the, <laughs> the coaching staff that was here before. And then us finding out what they were doing after Rule was gone, like the things that were happening in the building. This is like a drink of, of cold water after walking through the desert. Like, this is this is a second chance for this franchise. And, like, uh, people that dismiss David Tepper as an owner, uh, saying that you know he's been messing up since he got here or whatever. The man owned up to his mistake, doubled down, went out and spent his own money to put together the best coaching staff money can buy. Like, if that don't spell dedication and I want to win right now, this trade that just happened, if that don't say, look, I'm in it to win it, I'm worth $17 billion. Let's make this thing happen. Like, that's that's the vibes he's giving off right now. So for those that are out there still trying to clown the Panthers because of what they did back in 1999 or whatever, or, or in 2005 when they did a trade and didn't work right. This is not the same regime. <laughs> this is Clearly, this is not the same regime. Uh, Kev, your final thoughts on this, man. Uh, like you said, Orman Rush has been talking about this for months. Monty's been the leader of it. Uh, I'm, I got to get him and Cody back onto a, a show maybe next week now to talk about how this has happened because they've been battling for months on Twitter about this, and it actually went down. Give me your thoughts on this uh, and what's going to happen going forward. Uh, looks like uh, Joe Person, uh, actually friend of the uh, podcast from The Athletic, is saying it's C.J. Stroud is who they, they're going to go up for. So we'll we'll see about that. But that, that smoke's been in the air. Give me your thoughts on this, uh, uh, Kev. Yeah, well, for me, I think this is a win-win for both teams involved. Um, you know, I, I really feel like that. This allowed Carolina to have the opportunity to 
Number one, select the franchise quarterback that they want. Number two, uh, free up some much-needed salary cap space to possibly be more active in this upcoming free agency than what they may have originally thought they could be. Um, And for three, I I think that with this uh, coaching staff and and with the proper moves, I think that we potentially could be looking at uh, trying to be make some noise and be that that dark horse team that come out of nowhere that no one expected, um, you know, in, in in the NFC. Because as you as we just discussed, there's not a lot of powerhouse quarterback led teams that would you know get in the way. I mean, our own division is in flux, and you know, you you win your division, you, are, you automatically got a home game. Um, you know, in the playoffs, and nobody's scared of Tony Romo. I mean, I'm uh, not Tony Romo, Dak Prescott. You know what I'm saying? Jordan slip, uh, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins gonna be Kirk Cousins. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just really no one out there. I mean, even Sam as great Powell as Jalen Hurts was, yeah. right? You know, even as great as Jalen Hurts was, I mean, you know, with the type of defense we have, I, I would go to Philly feeling confident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here as well. So. Um, it was just like a I year said, ago where people were saying Jalen Hurts couldn't throw, you know, and look what he did in 12 months in terms of changing perception of his game. Like things change fast in the NFL. I, I think yeah. I think the perception yeah. like old school was that you needed three, four years to build a team and that kind of stuff. That's not true. The Rams built their Super Bowl team in like a year, <laughs> like literally like they flipped the roster around. Uh, you really only need if you've got a base already and some coaches that actually know what they're doing you can get this thing done in a year and the Panthers have a pretty good base put together where like they've been saying for two years, they just want to get in a spot where you can parachute a quarterback in there and you're off and running. I think they're almost there. I think they've done enough maneuvering where they're almost at that point where they could just drop in a CJ Stroud or a Bryce young or well, it's one of those two. Uh, Right. Cause you know, Fitter said all along the ideal situation from him is to get, a rookie quarterback on a five-year deal where he can build around him. This yep. this definitely uh, solidifies that because now we could probably get that Brian Burns extension, which will give us more salary cap room. Mm. You know, coming Derek Brown, Jeremy mm. Chin. Now all of that just becomes you know you know becomes more in play to where we got this window before you have to you know unload that three hundred million dollar quarterback and you know quarterback contract in five years. And, you know, and you that, got time. yeah, and that's why I think Lamar. It was weird because we talked about this earlier today. Like when Lamar got the uh, the, uh, the non exclusive tag, and then immediately following, there was like six teams that were like, "We are not going to be pursuing Lamar Jackson." And it was like, "Why are they saying anything? Why, why do they need to say anything? They don't have to say anything at all." And uh, I think for the Panthers, maybe it was a sign telling Chicago, "Like, look, we're not in that over there. Like, we're with you. <laughs> we're talking with you. We want that. We want that pick. Let's make this happen today before." They figure out what's happening with Lamar before what happens with Rodgers, before what happens with uh, whoever else is out there. So shout out to the Carolina Panthers front office, man. David Tepper, Scott Fitterer, uh, Suleiman, uh, all of those dudes that are up in there that don't get a lot of credit sometimes. They are up there making moves. So uh, we'll hey, – uh, Hey, Des, Tepper really used those brass testicles he got on his desk today. He with this did. Move. He's been, yeah, he's been waiting yes. for a while too. He was like, oh, y'all going to talk about me? <laughs> he's like you know and a train like like jay-z allow me to reintroduce myself my name is dave you know <laughs> King Kong on the whole league he's just like look okay i'm gonna go ahead and flex real quick i wasn't doing it before i was trying to be nice but let's go on and make this thing happen so 
And, and I like he's not in the four. He's not Jerry Jones. He's not like up front, like taking credit for the trade. You know what I mean? Like right. Jerry Jones would be like, yeah, this is me. I did it. This is what we're going to do. We're going to pick this guy. And I love him. And we ain't seen, we ain't seen David Tepper, but what, four times in <laughs> like four years or whatever. He comes out right. and leaves. Fine. Cool. So oh, we'll, uh, we'll stop it right there. Uh, Willie, I know we're we moved to Fridays in the off season. Uh, I'm gonna try to see if the guys of Skyler and Jay Stu can actually do one earlier in the week. And if they do, uh, again, subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash at Tobacco Road Sports Radio. It'll show, it'll give you a, a reminder when we put it in there. It'll tell you the time and the date that we're gonna be doing it on. If not, then yeah, we won't be back till Friday. But I'm pretty sure they're gonna want to do something before that. So uh, keep your eyes on that. Keep your eyes on my Twitter at uh, DZ underscore three five zero five. And we'll be able to let you know we're going to be back on. Um, follow Chris, the uh, the Believe in Monsters podcast is at B-I-M underscore pod, P-O-D, uh, to get the latest info from over there. They'll be having some stuff out there as well. I may be on with them here soon talking about the same thing um, and getting some more insight as more details come out about this. Um, you can follow Kev, uh, Four Man Rush uh, online. It's, 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 it's four, like the number four. O-U-R, Man Rush, right? So mm-hmm. uh, you can follow them there. They are a great follow if you're a Panther fan. And, uh, of course, you could follow Skyler, Sports Illustrated. He's probably in the back of an Olive Garden trying to write these articles right now about uh, <laughs> what happened while his in-laws are wondering why he's been in the bathroom for so long. And then uh, and Chase Stu. So they'll be, they'll be back next week. Uh, man, just crazy day. Crazy, crazy, crazy day for, uh, for Kevin Avery. Chris Krugman, this is Desmond Johnson. You've been listening and watching an emergency session of the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast on Believe Podcast Networks. Keep pounding. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.